Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, this is Zane and Taylor. Say hello, Taylor. Hello, Taylor. <laughs> and we are from the upcoming TNC podcast, The Assemblage of Grandiose and Bombastic Grandiloquence. And we're here with something to pass the time and lift the mood during these strange times, for that's not COVID. Now, we have found a rather interesting Wikipedia list, which will tip off lots of rabbit holes into the Wikipedia wormhole, uh, mm-hmm. And we're going to play a little game of um, actually. So Taylor and I are going to give you a fact and then try to one-up that fact. And we're going to start with animal facts today. Woohoo! So right, Taylor, you ready? Well, yeah, you go first. I'll go first? Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but actually older elephants that are near death do not leave their herd and, extinct- and instinctively direct themselves toward a specific location known as an elephant's graveyard to die. But why, why, are, there, why, are, why are elephant graveyards a thing? Couldn't tell you. They, they just die and they are there. <laughs> okay. Well, that is something that I guess someone's going to have to go and research Someone and come back to, to us. Did you know that um, actually ostriches do not stick their heads in the sand to hide from enemies? Wait, what? This they draw that all the time, though. That's right. It's very funny because they're politicians, right? This mm. misconception was probably promulgated by Pliny the Elder, that pesky, pesky Pliny. philosopher. Who wrote that ostriches imagine when they have thrust their head and neck into a bush that the whole of their body is concealed. I do like that explanation in regards to <laughs> politics, though. Like, I'm like, yeah, I see you. <laughs> Unfortunately, it is just conjecture. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know that bats are not blind? What? Which bats? You know, all of them. Well, okay. About 70% of bat species, mainly in the microbat family, use echolocation to navigate. Uh. But all species have eyes and are capable of sight. Oh, wow. Okay. Because I like... Even have I grew Excellent up with lots of like like flying foxes, fruit bats, and I know that mm. they have eyes. <clears throat> so I was they aware They do that, have them, yes. Yeah, I, I was aware that not all bats were blind. Um, did you know that great white sharks do not mistake human divers for pinnipeds or seals? And oh. Are, yeah, so their attack behaviours on humans and pinnipeds are very different. When attacking a seal, a great white shark surfaces quickly and violently attacks it. Attacks on humans, on the other hand, are more relaxed and slow because we are not very good swimmers. Yeah. And great no, white that... sharks are the perfect hunters. So that means, like, I, I shouldn't wear my grey diving suit. Like, I'm actually better off being a human. Uh, I don't know whether they're more likely to attack seals or humans mm. i think seals are more often in the water so just weight of numbers they're more likely to go for seals but if you just wear like a blue swimsuit instead of a gray swimsuit oh. and so you can camouflage against the sky yeah that's a good one yeah uh did you know that actually snake jaws cannot unhinge but how do they swallow their food then like Let i feel like you. i've seen them unhinge 
you may think that, but actually the posterior end of the lower jaw bones contain a quadrate bone allowing jaw extension. The anterior tips of the lower jaw bones are joined by a flexible ligament allowing them to bow outwards, increasing the mouth gape, but they're not actually unhinging their jaw. Right. So the, the jaw is just designed to be extra flexy. Extra flexy. Right. Super wide. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. um, actually, if we're going to talk about snakes, then maybe we should talk about mice as well. And mice oh. actually have a special appetite for cheese. What? Yeah. So they'll only eat cheese if there's no better options. Uh, they Ooh. actually prefer sweet, sugary foods like peanut butter. Whoa! I did not know that. Yeah, and so I we don't actually know options when there's no cheese. So. <laughs> yeah, so we actually don't know where that myth came from. Ah, that's bizarre. Mm. So, what do they use in experiments when they're trying to do the do rats prefer cheese? Are we talking mice specifically? Well, if we're gonna get into like weird, uh, gross stories, I grew up on a farm and we had rat problems. Uh, and, when, yep. and when we needed to capture them, we would use pumpkin seeds. They seem to prefer pumpkin, pumpkin seeds. seeds over most other things. Bizarre. I mm. feel like that's so much more inexpensive too than like ch- like cutting off a chunk of cheddar. Very, very true. That's cool. Well, not for the rat, but cool. <laughs> um, let's see. Did you know that frogs die immediately when cast into boiling water rather than leaping out? I could have assumed so, but sure. I no, I believe I believe there is a myth that uh, a frog will jump out of a thing of boiling water, like it's not oh, they won't die immediately. I see. That's, yeah. Yeah. So actually, no, no, no. They die immediately when they're in boiling water. Furthermore, they will attempt to escape cold water that is slowly heated past their critical thermal maximum. I see. Now that so part I didn't know. It, I was aware yes. of that myth. Yeah. So if you put it in a cold pot, you heat it up, yeah, they might jump out. But if you're putting them in an already boiling pot, they're just going to just Right, okay. You're making frog legs for dinner or something. Yeah, so mm. I have an interesting bug fact. Oh, a bug fact? Yeah. Did you know that I'm actually female praying mantises rarely eat the males during coitus, especially oh. in their natural environment? So a study, oh, a study. I they always did. <laughs> no, a study in a laboratory of the University of Central Arkansas is. Uh, it was observed that one out of forty-five times the male ate the female ate the male before mating, and the male ate the female with that same frequency. So before mating. Yeah. How does one? That's do what that? it says. Well, I'm I'm not entirely sure. Maybe maybe there is uh, like a uh, like a. Sperm packet like like squids and octopi do. Oh, okay. I, not my area of expertise, but yeah. like, all right. There you go. Um, let's see here. Did you know that houseflies have an average lifespan of 20 to 30 days, not 24 hours? So that housefly that's flying around your house could be the same one from a week ago. Wow. Just letting you know. Um, the That's misconception gross. may raise from confusion with mayflies, which in some species have a lifespan of as little as five minutes. So what? How? How? How does that know. work? That's, it hardly seems worth living, does it? Five minutes? I mean, just... That was a bit morbid of me, but... Not worth living, but like brief. just the, the mechanics of reproducing in five yes! minutes. Yes. So there you go. But a housefly egg will hatch into a maggot within 24 hours of being laid. Huh. So it takes a bit longer than the uh, the mayfly, which is quite 
brief. Mm. Well, speaking of flying, um, actually the flight mechanism and aerodynamics of the bumblebee, uh, as mm. well as other insects, are actually quite well understood despite the urban legend that calculations show that they shouldn't be able to fly. Well, yeah. They, I, I mean, if they <laughs> if they are flying, they probably should be able to fly. Yeah. I don't know. So in the 1930s. If anything, humans shouldn't be able to fly. We're the ones that built our own wings. <laughs> Antoine Magnan uh, postulated that bumblebees theoretically should not be able to fly in his book Le Vol des Insectes, or The Flight of the Ooh. Insects. Uh Magden later realised his error and retracted the suggestion. However, the hypothesis became generalised into the false notion that scientists think that bumblebees should not be able to fly. Isn't that awkward when your original theory becomes more popular than your further <laughs> research that corrects it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not what you want. Humans just like to uh, like like new things and they don't want to think about things stuff they've learnt before. No, not really, not really. Do we have time for another one? One more. One more. Okay. Um, porcupines, they uh-huh. don't shoot their quills. You know, you know how you can get like quills? Like you can Yeah, like you can I've quills? seen I've seen like dogs with lots of quills in them though. They don't shoot them. They can detach, oh, but they don't project. I see. That makes they sense. They don't like shoot them. Yeah, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Cuz look how cute they are. They could shoot <laughs> them. Babies. Okay. Yes. Well, that'll do us for this time, but I think we'll come back with a couple more because there's a lot, a lot in this oh, article. Yeah. Um, so thanks for joining us for That's Not COVID. We're going to keep bringing you our favourite distractions as long as you need them. If you have a suggestion, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram or online at that'snotcanon.com. And once again, I am Zane, and this is Taylor. Bye. From the upcoming podcast, The Assemblage of grandiose, bombastic and grandiose grandiloquence. Uh, And you can find more from us at that'snotcanon.com. Till next time, bye everybody. See you later. And that was just another That's Not COVID episode. That's Not COVID is a production of the That's Not Canon podcast network. That's Not Canon is a community of podcasters committing to giving new podcasters a platform to share their voices and have some fun. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can find many more like it at that'snotcanon.com. And if you'd like to support us and what we do, you can become a patron at patreon.com forward slash that'snotcanon. Until next time, stay safe, wash your hands, and look out for each other. A That's Not Canon Productions podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.